0: Yeah, yet another addendum, two episodes in a row that need addendums, disclaimers, clarification. Clarification and disclaimers that only muddy the waters even more. No, clarification is important. Disclaimers I try to get away from. Uh, A disclaimer is an apology before an action, which is awful. No, but uh, in doing that episode, you know, I talked about, you know, how one of the conflicts on my trip involved this Ukrainian Mexican witch. And uh, I want to make sure that she's she's somebody who had no connection to my friend. She was somebody we randomly met. We randomly met her and her mom on the street. Uh, and that was one of the synchronicities is that we kept running into her. And I was obviously under some sort of spell, not a romantic spell, but just sort of more intrigue because I picked up on something and I kept it mostly to myself, but it was a source of conflict, just the fact that they were terrified of her. My friends were completely terrified of her. And I was I was bordering on terror, but it was more intrigue. I mean, so many things that I'm interested in are terror bordering on intrigue, even the good things. So I just want to make sure that to clarify that in that story, this wasn't a girl who had any connection to my friends there. They had never seen her before. Uh, And uh, so it wasn't like I was overstepping any kind of boundary in my, I don't know, I I would call it a, not to be too pretentious, but in my spiritual interest in this young woman clearly a very troubled young woman and I did draw her and I look back on that drawing it's not the best I've ever done but it's one of my favorites just for whatever reason for whatever reason maybe the fact that I did the drawing while I was there I did most of it while I was there that she had she cast some kind of spell and uh, I don't believe she was being untruthful at any point And I think my friends believed she was being untruthful and they actually believed that she and her mom were going to steal their dog, believe it or not. I'll just say that right off. That's one of the sources of conflict is even though they didn't, I didn't invite these people to my friend's house. I only hung out with them at a completely neutral location by chance. I didn't make any arranged plans to see these people. We just kept running into them and they, they had talked about how their dog had just died and it just happened to be the same breed as my friend's dog. And through some sort of terror, some sort of sensation of terror and maybe they were right. And I'm wrong. I'm not saying that I'm right, but I didn't put my friends in any kind of, uh, I didn't put my friends or their dog in any kind of jeopardy. I did, you know, uh, back to the game shows. Uh, but, uh, I didn't put them in any kind of jeopardy. It was simply, I spoke to this young woman and I, she got me high. That's the thing too, is that was before weed was legal in California. And I happened to ask like, do you have any weed? And she's like, no, but my mom does. And sure enough, she goes to the car. She gets her mom's weed. Her mom bought me coffee from an all night donut shop. And I sat in a pitch black alleyway on a curb uh, with this girl and she got me stoned on my first night there. And we were outside for probably about 15 minutes. And when I got back to the place, the bowling alley, where my friends were hanging out, I found that they had left me behind in a town, in a neighborhood of a city, you know, where I'd never been. I'd never been to this particular neighborhood. I had only just arrived hours earlier. So I really had no easy way to find my way back. But fortunately, I did. So... Uh, that wasn't very cool, uh, fortunately it all worked out, but I just wanted to make abundantly clear because I was thinking back about that episode I just did and it could have come across like this girl was like a sister or a, even the girlfriend itself. I, 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 God forbid that somebody listened to that and thought, oh, that Ukrainian Mexican girl Eric was talking about was his friend's significant other. No, no, there was no connection to this girl and my friends. They had never seen her before. Uh, you know, therefore, they had no room to say she wasn't a witch. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, I I was just going off my own feeling, my own sensation, uh, and you know, but it was a source of conflict because they felt that this girl and her mom were some sort of immediate threat, and at no point did I put my friends in any kind of jeopardy. I understand the girl was troubled. She had just gotten out of jail for assaulting a police officer. I'm not even kidding. Uh, She even showed us her deposition. It was like this. It looked like something that somebody would have written. Like, you know, in elementary school, how when they would have you do a pre-write for a paper or at any point, the teacher would hand you out this. Xerox sheet that just had like lines pre-written and you would fill in your pre-write on those lines. She had a piece of paper like that except it was it had a <laughs> a police department header on it and it was her writing about what she was going to do when she got out of jail. Like I guess I've never been arrested but I guess if you get out of jail you have to write what your intention is upon release and you get a copy which is interesting because it, it plays into like you know, goal setting and that sort of like, you know, think and grow rich style manifestation of like writing out your goals. So in a weird way, the prison jail system is using that technique, whether it's effective or not, (laughs) I don't know, but writing out your intention upon release so that maybe you can actually follow through. But uh, we were sitting in a booth like, Her mom and uh, the daughter and I, and I was reading this thing and on this jail deposition thing, this pre-write, this goal setting pre-write, she discussed how her boyfriend was this billionaire and how her intention was to continue seeing him and she, she had like a voice acting job for a video game lined up. This is all real. This isn't like some hallucination, even though the trip had its hallucinatory elements. This was all very real. But yeah, this was just me. This was a disclaimer, what no, not a disclaimer. This was a clarification just clarifying that like I didn't overstep my bounds with some girl who was connected to my friends or anything like that. This wasn't a sister, this wasn't a friend, this wasn't a girlfriend of anybody we knew. She was a uh, she emerged she literally emerged from the shadows and naturally I asked her some questions and she got me stoned. And uh, I mean, I'll I'll fully admit, when I was in the alleyway with her, I asked her if I could kiss her and she said no because her boyfriend was this billionaire. So I mean, I didn't even get involved with her. (laughs) You know what I mean? I didn't even, I didn't kiss her, I didn't kiss her mom. I just talked to this girl about her crazy life and uh, she gave me cigarettes and I'm not a smoker, but you know, I was drinking. So I had cigarettes, she got me stoned and her mom bought me a coffee And I got back to the bowling alley down the street and my friends were gone because they thought that I had invited terror into their lives. And maybe I did. Maybe they were right. There was a darkness to her and I'm glad it didn't go further. But I just had to clarify exactly what happened. But I'm left with just a piece of art I did that I'm proud of. You know, I worked hard on it. It's a piece of art. It's a drawing of a girl. And in that drawing, she's holding her deposition. So I just wanted to make sure that was clear because, you know, while this show is about examining the ways in which I'm a piece of shit, it's also important for me to clarify ways in which I'm not a piece of shit. And sometimes being vague makes someone fill in the wrong blanks. Just like that pre write Xeroxed deposition sheet that that girl filled out. Mm-hmm. I see a land where children can